Hey everyone, my name is Mike Vaughn. I'm a writer for Geek Vibes Nation. Um, Don Fisher, Geek <laughs> Vibes Nation as well. And uh, I'm really excited because we are talking Megan. Um, I have so many thoughts, but I wanted to uh, let you uh, chime in first. What did you think of it? Yeah. Um, so this is a movie. I was, it, The buzz was so big. And, you know, I try my best. Like, I post trailers on my, my Instagram. And sometimes I watch them. Sometimes I don't. But since it was a, a horror film, I was like, oh, I got to watch this one. And it drew nothing but intrigue for me. Because it's like, you're, you're kind of, by the movements of Megan in the trailer, you're like, okay, is like, she a robot? Is she a android? Is this a person that got turned? You don't know exactly what to expect. And, um, you know, I went into it, I tried to, my best to go into every screening with zero expectations, but I really wanted to like Megan because um, it's, Megan looked creepy. It's the eyes, man, the eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I was um, pleasantly surprised by how fun the movie is. And I know people get weirded out when you say a movie about anything murderous or homicidal. Uh, it's a fun movie, but when you're a horror fan, yeah, you know what I mean? You're like, no, it's a fun <laughs> movie. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Megan, again, is creepy. Um, she's very um, Gen Z. Um, and I, I love uh, horror movies where we get kind of this um, societal uh, commentary um, to kind of inter interweave into the story. Um, it kind of gives it that extra punch, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. You know, is, is it the perfect movie? No. Uh, is it like super duper original concept? No, but nothing is anymore. Um, but what they were able to do with the budget they had, because Blumhouse is very good with taking a small budget and making either really, really good films or pretty decent films. And uh, this was one of the ones where it's 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 higher on that on that list for me. Uh, so yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, I think you totally nailed it on all counts. Like very fun. Um, and I will say, um, it, you did mention like it does have a lot of like really interesting uh, social commentary, which I did not like. I, listen, I would have been just fine with like a stupid killer robot yeah. doll movie, but you give me a little something extra. You give me like some. Uh, something to kind of chew on for a while and then that like that's even better um so i'm kind of curious because you, you said you have kids right yeah i have a stepson um so I, I, did some of those themes kind of hit harder uh of like raising a kid and, and like screen time and like parenting and, and... yeah i mean because it, it's <laughs> with um you know nowadays when you know, initially going into it when your kid's young, you don't want them to have a phone or a tablet really or anything like that. But you know that with the way the world is, it's so fast paced and they could be here or there. And you have this item that can connect you to them when they're at their grandparents, when they're at, you know, daycare or wherever they're, they're going to be, school. Um, it's like, well, let me just get them this thing. And eventually it does turn into like, oh, well, they don't need to go do this thing because they're playing on the phone and you do kind of go back and forth of like how how much is too much and 
when should I take it away and what app should I let them be on and not be on? And it does become this, um, this balancing act of like, who is there three parents or is there two parents is the phone like the extra parent and you do see a lot of it more now where their kids are one or two years old and their tablet to keep them busy <laughs> while the parent goes and you know whether in the kitchen whether they're cooking whether whatever it is but it becomes a crutch and and you see it get used more and more and more and you know my stepson's 10 going on 11 now so it's not as bad he knows when you know hey I don't need to play with it right now, but I can see if they're raised on it very like this new, like the kids who are the Gen Z who are having kids now. I mean, their kids as soon as they pop out, tablet. So it does <laughs> like the, the film does touch on that, and especially uh, with uh, our main character, who is somebody who doesn't necessarily want to be a parent, and who uh, if they did have a kid is reluctant. You do go, oh, well, if I don't have these natural maternal instincts, maybe this device will, will help me where I lack, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not a parent, but I have a niece. So I feel like I get, like, the best of hanging out with like my niece but then it's like okay i'm done like yeah, uh, go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and she's she's getting to the age where um like we think she might be a budding horror film fanatic so i'm like my fingers are crossed um but um yeah i think that's such an interesting kind of angle because this easily could have just been like a chucky knockoff and i know a lot of people have been comparing it to that but I think it it's one thing that I heard that I will readily agree with. This is kind of what they were, I think we're kind of aiming for, for the Chucky remake, but this does it so much better. Yeah, for sure. I do remember that unfortunate Chucky. They tried <laughs> to do the whole tech thing and it just, it did not fail. Like you said, this one, if, if it has to be compared to Chucky and to bring it into, you know, the now, this is a better version. Um, I think one aspect, and I loved it to hear what you think about it, but like, I love how this was like, all right, we're going to be campy as fuck and it's going to be fine and you're going to love it. And I, I appreciate a movie that's so like on the nose about it. Like, like it's not so much where it's obnoxious, but it's like, you know, people are going to be laughing at this regardless. So why don't we be in on its own joke? Yeah. Yeah, I mean from the from the opening scene with the little goofy song of the little company. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and that's what I liked is is that like you said, they were in on the joke. So as soon as it starts, you're like, okay. They're not trying to be this super groundbreaking thing. Um, they're not trying to be like um, you know, a campy version of ex machina and nothing like that. They're like, Hey, don't take it too seriously. We're gonna have fun. And, and I think that's why you're able to, um, they are able to lean on like your your mixture of like a Frankenstein with Chucky and iRobot and, you know, uh, the orphan, you know, kind of all rolled up into one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I love the the lean. And that's why I like Blumhouse. Blumhouse knows like, hey, we can, if this is horror, <laughs> we can do what we want to. We can make a super gory uh, killer robot movie or we can you know have fun with it and kind of 
balanced the two, and that's what, what it looks like they did. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's like you said, it's not a perfect film. I mean, there are things that I feel like are aspects that I think maybe could have been a little bit tighter or a little bit more concise. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I saw it with a really good crowd. Everybody was having a great time. Um, did you see this with a big crowd? I did. And and I, I said the same thing. This is a movie that you go see with like a bunch yeah. of people. Cause there's the, the, and it's weird because there is like, if you take like um, last year, um, Crimes of the Future, right? The Cronenberg film. That's one where you want to be kind of in solitude and take in all this <laughs> body horror. But something like this is like, kind of like, you know, your, your conjuring films, the ones you want to experience with a lot of people, because if there is like laughing or, you know, people kind of like commenting, you don't really miss too much because they know that it is going to be this level of camp that allows for breaks in dialogue. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to probably keep this as spoiler free as possible, but I am going to touch upon maybe like a few maybe minor spoilers. So I'm just like throwing that out there because um, I'm going to talk about one of the deaths because I think it was actually legitimately surprising to me. Um, so this this is your minor spoiler warning. Um, but uh, the kid or I guess kid, he was kind of like. I guess that was part of the joke. He was sort of like maybe a little bit too old for this. Um, so you don't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah. But um, that whole scene was crazy. But then he gets his ears ripped off. And then I'm thinking, oh, okay. So like, they're not going to kill this kid. They're just going to like maim him. <laughs> um, but nope. It's like. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. I was really kind of, I know it sounds fucked up, but I was happy that they went there because I was like, in 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 the horror film, you know, that we have certain rules, but sometimes, you know, like you said, with that kid being like this ambiguous age, you do want to be able to like, no, he's an asshole. Get <laughs> rid of him. And, and, you know, the crowd kind of like, Hell yeah, fuck him. <laughs> we don't deserve like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Cause he was a monster of a kid. And sadly, I remember growing up and he reminded me of a kid that I went to school with in Utah. And I was like, oh yeah, it's exactly what you envision yourself doing to him when you're yeah. a kid. Um, but no, like I'm glad they went there. I mean, uh, I know usually, especially in the recent years, it's always been like uh, you don't touch uh, kids in, in horror films and you and, and hands off animals. And, you know, Megan was like, yeah, I, I don't have to play by human rules because I'm not a human. Yeah. And I will say that, like, I'm definitely one of those people that like you could like kill a person. That's fine. But like I'm like especially dogs. But like I was kind of again, this mi minor spoilery, but like they do kill off a dog but i will say the dog was an asshole i'm not justifying it but <laughs> um and plus it's not a real dog so it's fine don't don't come at me um <laughs> i mean no listen i love i love animals i have a pug um but uh yeah like i was really thankful that they they kind of didn't like like you don't even, you didn't even really see like I mean, yeah, you you know, it's dead, but yeah. you don't really see it. It's kind of like a, 
pretty quick thing um which i was like i appreciate because like i i am definitely one of those people that's like kill a thousand people that's fine but like a dog or something <laughs> see i'm the opposite i'm like take the dog if you got to because i know like the animals that i like have an affinity for they get brutally slaughtered and everything um i'm a big reptile fan so if you see oh. a snake in a movie the snake's yeah. getting ripped apart it, like i mean um what's that show killing it i think on peacock the whole show was about snake hunting in florida mm. and i'm like i'll just have a snake downstairs and y'all just yeah. chopping the heads off and lighting mm. them on fire and i'm like Damn, yeah, I wouldn't do this with a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a great point. I mean, it's 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 kind of wild because you know, this it was recently Friday the 13th, so I went back and I always watched the original. I always like watch at least the first three, but like um they like kill a snake. They I feel like that's not even like fake. I feel like they oh, like I'm sure it's not. <laughs> um that all I don't know why I always forget about it and it always like shocks me every time I see it, but um so um yeah like like i'm trying to think uh what else you can say about this movie i mean I, again i think that it has a lot of i mean I, I will say like i appreciate the fact that like it, you know it's a goofy campy horror movie but there are some real pathos to it like um I, i'm sorry i can't think of her name but the little girl uh is phenomenal like yeah. she i think they're uh, violet something i can't remember last night mcgraw violet mcgraw um that sounds familiar so you're probably right um but yeah she uh she killed it and uh again this movie is so smart because it does kind of give you that balance of okay silly campy but like shit's get, gonna get real and you you know um i mean you're a horror fan too we we both seen thousands of movies that like you don't care about the characters like yeah, yeah. they're just like fodder for like <laughs> the killer um but yeah i i i think everybody I mean, maybe not every character, like the asshole kid, but like uh, <laughs> a lot of the characters you like really like and you genuinely want to not see them like hurt or anything. Yeah, and um, you kind of you kind of feel for, you know, the little girl's aunt because she's put in an impossible situation where, you know, she's like, OK, I have to take her on this role. I'm not built for this role. I had no plans of being in this motherly role. And she just doesn't know what to do and you know that like she's trying but she's also like <sighs> megan's here to like to do this for me kind of because i'm trying to you know progress so and, and i guess and that's kind of it's um it's kind of poking fun. i don't want to say poking fun but it's kind of taking on like the the modern woman versus like the traditional motherly uh figure and kind of putting them against each other and um along with like just parenting in general and uh and i feel like there's a lot more people men and women who are kind of in that same boat of like okay do i want a kid do i not want a kid i mean i don't know because we are told oh you're supposed to want to grow up and have kids and you're like but what if I don't want to? Like, I don't, you know, and, 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 I, and I feel like 
our generation especially, we all kind of like started asking the more questions, started thinking for ourselves more. So we do have this question poses all the time. When are you going to have kids? When are you going to have one of your own? When you, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I just want to live. Like, what are you talking about? This world is crazy. Maybe I don't want to bring a kid into this, you know? Yeah, no, that's a really interesting point because it definitely does kind of raise those questions of like, you know, um, there is this kind of crazy expectation for everybody to kind of like have kids, you know, have it all. Um, you know, I will say as a, you know, as a collector myself, uh, I think one of the most horrifying scenes was like her ripping open this like vintage. No. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. And she is, oh, she was hurt on the inside. Oh, yeah, we can play with it. Uh, you sure, you know? And then when, and oh, and I feel the pain too when they're like, you're not playing with it right. You have to, it does other things. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I felt the pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, what, my, my question for you is, like, what collectible would make you, what would what, what it hurt the most to have Ooh. to open up? So I have some, some comics that um, I've never opened. Hmm. And, um, it kind of reminds me of like 40 year old version when he's like, you know how hard it is as a kid to not want to open these things. <laughs> uh, I have like a, a number one cable that I've had since like middle school. Oh wow. And uh, I even have some records that were my mom's that haven't been touched. And all the time, like, I mean, yellow, right. But like, no way. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think some of my comics, so like, I think it, you know, especially now when I have like, you know, stepson that I want to pass things down to and I kind of like, now nah, you're going to wait because I know you're going to open them and we're not. <laughs> not <this."> so. <laughs> um, what about you? Oh, so I, yeah, I was thinking about this and um, definitely. So I have a uh, McFarlane 18 inch leather face that I, that I kept in the box Um I still remember like asking for it for Christmas and was like astonished that I got it. Um, so I kept it in the box all those years. And then I met Gunnar Hansen at a convention and I had him sign it. And that thing, like I even like try to keep it out of like the sunlight. I am so extra. Right. I'm next level extra about that thing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, um, or, or that are like some of my sideshow stuff, like figures, like those are, like crazy expensive now yeah. um but yeah i was like that i mean all of the all the horrific scenes i was like <laughs> um yeah so um did you think that this i don't so i don't think this movie was was scary but i do think that there is some good like atmosphere and like creepy moments what do you think what, what, what was what was like the moment you were like this is yeah i think the moment for me that sticks out the most was um I, I think it was right after the kid uh getting his ear ripped off and megan is in the car because everybody that sees megan at first assumes that she's a kid because she's the size of the little girl 
and she's sitting in the backseat of the car, and all you can see <laughs> is her eyes, and she, you can't because her eyes are so like they're like lifeless, but not lifeless, and you're like, is she pissed off? Is she like in this state, this you know, state of like I'm gonna kill everybody in my way? Like you don't know because she is so calculated because she's you know AI. But this that scene, her sitting in the car. And now you see her like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good shot. I, I, yeah. I think the one, like the moment that kind of sticks out for me, um, but you're right. That is, that is a really creepy, like her just kind of dead eye looking at them um, was like when she's able to, I guess, kind of mimic other people's voices. So yeah, yeah when she lures the neighbor, oh, that was creepy. And she rises up. And she's like, what is this? What are you, who are you? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that I think was a nice, um, you know, uh, rising tension and a really nice payoff. Um, and yeah, I mean, I really have to give this movie credit for, you know, trying to kind of be like layered and a little bit scary. But like, honestly, like this is something like my niece is like at an age where she can kind of hang with like this is pg-13 so she yeah. could she could hang with this but like yeah like it, it i kind of like how so there's a whole debate and i'm not going to get into it about like pg-13 horror um i i i don't know if you're hearing this but i i, th I think i hear that there's maybe like an r-rated cut that might Ooh. that might surface or maybe as like a home video thing but um honestly i think it's kind of cool because like i think pe like horror fans like listen i love like all the horror and gore and all that stuff but like people have to realize that like you know there needs to be good starter horror movies for for fans to kind of yeah. like to just yeah to, to get into the genre like um i mean i think people of our generation we probably just watched whatever, uh, regardless of the rating. Right. Yeah, um, and, I, and, I, and I do think, like, I remember, um, I want to say it was, uh, like, Jessica Alba or Gabrielle Union, and they were talking about, like, directing something, like, maybe an episode of, like, uh, L.A.'s Finest or something, and they were talking about having to work within the confines of, like, a rating and a budget and it makes you become more creative because when you have carte blanche to do whatever you want to do you do that and it takes away some of like like our imaginations are very powerful so when like you know we don't see what happens to the dog exactly your mind goes like what could she have done we know yeah. what she's possibly capable of so whatever is in your head is 10 times worse whatever they're going to put on the screen. And like you said, as for a starter type film, sometimes your imagination is better to kind of like, oh, I bet you it looked like this or this happened because I know sign, like signs. I love signs until I saw the alien. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I wish you never would have showed me what it looked like because now it, it just took it away. Because if I see something that I'm not afraid of, that I once was, and I finally see it, and I'm like, oh, well, the movie went from being up here to now, like this, and then you're like, oh, it was all right. <laughs> so <laughs> I do think leaving some things up to interpretation and imagination is, is better sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think it's it's fascinating because there's so many like reboots and reinterpretations of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for example. And I think what what people kind of forget is like that movie is virtually bloodless. Yeah. I mean, it really it really is like a little flickers of blood. But the thing is, you're like you were saying, your mind fills in that the the blank. Um psycho you never see the knife go go in her but you know there's people that swear that you see it because your mind you know um so um i I think one of my favorite parts um had to be like when it kind of became a musical here and there (laughs) singing titanium as a lullaby is hilarious Uh uh-huh um i mean it's kind of on the nose because she is titanium but i'm like it, it, it fits so well. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 um, and the the good thing, you know, I think, um, it was announced today. I know we, I think, I believe we tweet, we tweeted about it that um, they're doing, they're working on a sequel for twenty twenty five, and that's where because my initial beef with the film was like, man, I wish they could have like focused more on, um her maybe when she does become more uh like a person i guess you know more deranged and then um i was like man i wish they they would have got to it quicker maybe done a little bit more people but now that we you know might have a sequel the sequels where we probably will get to see her you know fly out the handle within the first you know 15 minutes and get more um body count the higher body count and even if they still keep it pg-13 that's fine because you know i remember watching um which one was it uh friday 13th part it was, it was two or three i think it was three and the same thing there's not a whole bunch of blood you know you'll see some bodies laying on the ground or hanging somewhere but it's not overly gory and you know normally it's rated r just because the content is like uh, the imagery is you know haunting or whatever, but that movie almost easily could have been PG thirteen. I think it's only because you know they threw some fucks in there, and once you do that, then it's like okay, it's rated <laughs> R. Um, but yeah, I, I do. Uh, uh, I think that it warrants a sequel clearly, but we we see happen, uh, and I was hoping they would because I know that. For one, the movie is a big success. I think the budget was like twelve million or something, twenty-one million, something like that. And then they've made so far like almost a hundred. Um, oh. Yeah, so like they can make a couple more if they want to. Uh, so Blumhouse um, has a you know a sleeper hit on their hands. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely did see that tweet today, and I, I was thinking. Like, so I was of two minds, right? So I'm like, man, I got to wait till, you know, 2025. Uh, But then I'm like, if they're going to take their time with it and not rush it out, like that bodes really well. Like it's, it seems like they do want to kind of take their time and, and like make something that is maybe as good or hell even better. Like that would be awesome. Um, So um, since this is, you know, Blumhouse, Universal, like I was trying to think of like who it, I mean, 
not that I would actually really want to see this, but like if they would team her up with some like similar like uh of their like stable of of horror icons, who do you think she should square off with? Well, I, I remember seeing like uh, I think a tweet um not long after uh I think it was like the the night it came out, maybe the next day. And of course, you know, it's always like, oh, I'd love to see her, Annabelle, Chucky, and I forgot <laughs> who the other person was. And it sounds silly, but like, it's like, nah, that could be interesting. I mean, we saw Freddy versus Jason, and I was mad that we didn't get more of it. Uh, we want to see these 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 showdowns um, just for the, the diehard fans. Like, even if you just put it straight on a streaming service, we will yeah. watch it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would love to see a human-minded uh, Chucky go against this AI. Um, yeah. You know, that would be that would be entertaining to me. Yeah, I so I would almost pitch like a what if, but for like series, but like for these horror icons to just duke it out. Yeah. And, you know, it can be like non-canon, but it can just be like, something short form because i mean i think like like i like i don't know we did a whole video about freddy versus jason recently and uh i think we both kind of were like it's fine the best parts were of course when freddy and jason were sort of duking it out and it almost got me thinking like it almost would have been cooler just to have like a 30 minute short form um but um well, if there's any writers, uh, producers out there, <laughs> call me. Um, but um, any final thoughts before we uh, wrap? Hmm, final thoughts. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Take as many friends as possible. Yeah. Um, because it is, um, I think this is like, you know, the epitome of a popcorn flake. You sit back and you just let the movie happen. And it's a fun ride from start to finish. Uh, and it's one of those ones, too, where you're uh, legitimately, you know, on the edge of your seat sometimes. You know, your butthole's puckering. You're like, oh, what's going on? Because <laughs> you never know. And, and they did a good job of, like, not having, like, your time jump scares and things of that sort. Because um, for an idea that may not feel, like, you know, super original, a lot of what they were able to do felt original um but yeah i think you know i found that just go go see it go go um support horror as that way we can get more (laughs) yeah absolutely um yeah i'll i'll just echo that like uh go check it out if you haven't seen it um it's pretty great uh you know you're spot on this is like such a a great film to see with a crowd um like even if you can't necessarily like see it uh in a theater if like you get you know home like whenever you can rent it or buy it when it comes out get a group of people together like that's a good time um yeah gosh it's it's really fun i mean uh i can certainly see it you know already kind of being on my um favorite movies um of uh i guess 2023 gosh it's like so weird to i'm not used to saying 2023 yet um <laughs> but yeah um so i guess that's it um 
Definitely, I'm going to do the, the obligatory. Uh, please give this video a like, comment, subscribe. You want to be subscribed because we have tons of great content. Uh, we upload stuff like almost daily now, so it's awesome. You don't want to miss anything. So, um, yeah, uh, as always, thanks for hanging out with us.